0: To the Excellence Exchange Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Hulse, president of ERG Executive Search, a nationwide executive search firm located in Appleton, Wisconsin. I have to tell you, I am thrilled to have this guest. Her career is multifaceted as it is inspiring. She is a dynamic force in the world of film, fashion, athletics, and business. From gracing our screens in feature films to several Hallmark movies, walking international runways, excelling as a former Olympic athlete and leading two thriving companies, Aspire Higher Enterprises and 3B Fitness and Performance, she is an absolute embodiment of versatility. As an author, speaker, and coach, she has dedicated her career to inspiring high achievers all over the world to discover their purpose, unleash their confidence, and maximize their potential. Get ready to take the flight of your life with our guest Ivana Hepburn Bailey. Welcome, Ivana.
1: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sharon. That was quite an intro. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, and, and well earned, my dear. Well earned.
1: Thank you. Thank so, you, thank I want to
0: share with our listeners how we met. Nice. So, oh, Ivana yeah. and I met on um, on a yacht at the Enterprising <laughs> Women Award Ceremony, and. We were just sitting by each other and, and sharing stories and I thought I have to have this dynamic powerhouse woman on the podcast. She's so amazing. So I kind of want to start with the story that you told me about your Olympic journey and how yes. that was your purpose for so many years. And then, you yes. know, how that sort of changed. So share with our listeners about your your journey.
1: Of course. My pleasure. It's I don't know if you've ever dreamed or longed for something for so long that you just hoped and prayed that it would work out in your favor. And ever since I was in the third grade, I knew I wanted to go into the Olympics, perform as a professional athlete and walk away with a championship or just walk away with the medal. However, in life, as we know it, can throw certain curveballs that you're not expecting. And in my tenure, in my career, It has been such a blessing to run ever since the seventh grade and go from a novice athlete to attempting to run 10 hurdles as fast as you possibly can, max speed for over two decades of my life. And as I committed my heart, my soul, my passion towards that, there was no question that this was my purpose. I was gifted. I was able to earn myself scholarships, opportunities, I was able to go to Olympic training centers and compete. And it was—it just seemed like it was on the up and up until it wasn't. And unfortunately, as we all understand life and its curveballs, I was actually derailed from that dream right before the 2016 Olympics. After qualifying, after having certain uh, championships won for my country, I had gotten to a car accident and it ended everything right before I was going to go to Europe to compete. So I didn't understand what it would be like to go through an athletic depression, to walk through times where I'm now questioning my identity. I'm questioning what am I called to do? No one reached out. The community that I worked so hard to build was lost. And then at the end of the day, I just kept saying, I know there's more to me but my purpose feels like it's gone. And that is the beginning of my story, but it sure isn't the end.
0: I know. And that was the part that was so amazing is you took that, what, what would have been considered by so many as almost a, a life-stopping event, right? Where yeah. I, yes. I just probably most wouldn't even be able to figure out how to move forward and go on. And you Absolutely. use that to yes. navigate into business. And and yes. you did it with courage and passion. So you yes. currently have, you're the co-CEO with your adorable husband, Charles, Charles Bailey. <laughs> um, you are co-CEO of two businesses, Aspire, Hire, Enterprises, and then the three-bitness, Fitness and Performance. So tell me a little bit about both those companies, because I know your story and, and ultimately even Charles' story a little bit was part of the purpose of how those businesses began. So tell us about oh, that.
1: Yes. Oh, yes. It makes me smile because our whole vision since 2010 has been to make sure that we uplift, encourage, and inspire people. And through that, we birth 3B Fitness and Performance, which is geared towards elite athletes, professional athletes, and amateurs, reach that platform, reach that level in their fitness, and get there, get the scholarship, sign the contract, be released into, into their athletic calling. And we always, our principles build beyond the body. We can Mm -hmm. fortify your body through weight loss management, through peak performance, but there is nothing better than working on who an athlete is, who that individual is, and transcending their image from the inside out. So that's when we also knew that when life hits you really hard, how can you propel yourself forward? How can you get to, okay, I made it in the pinnacle of my career, And then a contract got revoked, an accident happened. Something has derailed my vision. Then we started understanding we have to talk about athletes' purpose, that they are bigger than their sport. Whether you're in business, whether you're in athletics, your identity should never be locked into a position that you hold because that position Mm -hmm. can fail. It can fail you. So that's when we birth Aspire Higher Enterprises and we build the confidence of leaders in business and sport. And I say business and sport because we both have backgrounds. We have five degrees combined in business, sciences, maths. And it just it's a blessing to have that in your tool belt because when we left athletics, we left with purpose and we left with credibility. So after that, we said, you know what? Based on how I felt, based on him not even making it, all the way the way he wanted to in his career for the Olympics as well. We said, we're going to help athletes and we're going to help leaders understand who they are, maximize those platforms and release them into their purpose.
0: Well, and I just, I think that's why you and I connected so quickly because we share that in common. I mean, I think about in the executive search business, we we have so many leaders that are lost. You know, they get to a point where they're successful, they're making good money, but they don't feel like, They're loving what they do anymore. They're not aligned with their purpose. So, how do you start, Ivana, to get people to a place where they find that renewed purpose? I know that that um, you yourself had to do this and finding that renewed purpose. So, how do you help athletes? How do you help business leaders to find that renewed purpose?
1: Yes. So, the beautiful thing is finding who you are authentically and being real with that. that's That's the beginning. That's how I start with my clients. That's how I started with my own journey in 2016. And when you arrive authentically and have that credibility of your own voice, then I can speak to you. Then I know that you are honest with me. And then through our programming, we put our clients through purpose periodization, which is trademarked. And we're able to navigate from six months, nine months to a year of purpose and how to understand how to walk through life no matter what hurdle hits you, no matter what obstacle is there, but we go into what you feel called to do. What are the blinders in your life that you don't see but are very obvious to an expert? And then we walk with you, we talk with you, we have that accountability and we help launch you into your purpose so that you don't feel like you're sitting at a desk with no purpose. You don't feel like you are shortcoming every time your boss is asking you for something. Or if you are the CEO, which we work with, you're not fighting behind the mask. That's another thing. We want you to authentically be able to lead others. And so they can aspire to be more like you because the greater you build that community within your own work environment, the better you're going to obtain the goals, the better you're going to obtain the accomplishments and the stronger community you'll build within.
0: You're just so impressive, Ivana. You, you have... This diverse career path, right? You were a professional athlete, then you became an actress, which we're gonna talk about, by the way. Totally enamored by that. (laughs) And then you became a business executive. you know, as a a female who owns a company, I'm just curious, how do you balance it all? How do you transition between Mm -hmm. your roles? You know, you're a you're a spouse. I mean, you have a lot going on. How do you transition and how do you make sure that you're your best self in every aspect
1: of your life? I love that question. Because I can only be my best self if I take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, In confidence coaching, I'll teach my clients all the time. If you cannot take care of yourself, number one, don't even think about taking care of anyone else, period. Because you have to understand, as a self-assured woman in multiple businesses with multiple hats and titles, you have to make sure that you schedule time for recovery. That is something that is a part of our mesocycle, which is a programming for athletics and in sport, to where you are actually having a program for a year. It could be a microcycle, to where you know what you're doing, you know how you're training, you know what weights you're lifting. And with that, you know when to schedule recovery. So in our live, last podcast, Aspire Higher with Charles and Ivana Bailey, we always talk about how essential it is to balance having your husband as your business partner. Mm-hmm. For over two decades. It's a lot. That's crazy, by the way.
0: It's amazing. Isn't
1: that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> two businesses. Two businesses. Yeah. So with that, we have talked religiously about recovery mm-hmm. is queen, And I love that. It One of our podcasts, that just came out and it's so awesome. Check it out if you can, audience, because mm-hmm. I know what it feels like to be burnt out. Sharon, I know you know what it feels like to be burnt out. If mm-hmm. you're a <laughs> CEO entrepreneur, execs, everybody. Yeah. We know what it feels like and itself yeah. And there's no greater time to assess, you know what? I'm not okay. I need mm-hmm. to take some time out for myself. I need to recover. And when I recover with deep tissue massages, with going out to the beach, these are practical ways I love how you think, I recharge. I love that. You see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so shopping here and there. Yes. Oh,
0: well, I, I have that down to a fine science, as I know you do.
1: Okay, great. Okay. I think you did.
0: So I have to ask you, first of all, I love the title of yeah. purpose and trans transformation coach. I love that title. What yes. are the common Thank challenges you. that you see that athletes and professionals have? Is it burnout or are there other things that are common?
1: Oh yes. First. Presenting an inauthentic image to an audience, mm. to a community, to your staff that becomes uncovered because you can't manage that. So imposter that is syndrome? Oh yeah, of oh. course. Of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Belonging, but not belonging. And in our book, The Flat of Your Life, The Power Propulsion, we talk about belonging, understanding who you are authentically in no matter what room you are located in. Because as long as you know who you are what you want to become, you will always belong. Every single room you'll always belong because you're not second doubting who you are. Because intrinsically you have an understanding of this is who I am. This is how I'm going to arrive authentically. And you know, let people deal with the weight of who I am.
0: Yeah. Well we're gonna get back to your book in a minute, but I have to I have to ask okay. about the entertainment industry. You know me. I have to know. Oh my goodness. So yes. You yes, were yes. a SAG <laughs> actress. You were a fashion model. Just absolutely beautiful with high profile brands, Volkswagen, Layla Ali, Lancome, Serena Williams, HSN, Walgreens. I mean, I wrote down and I could have written a a list that was never ending. So (laughs) how did that shape -hmm. your perspective on image, confidence, and how have you incorporated that into your businesses?
1: Oh man, beautiful question. I started to understand that life off of the track was very real. The business world was real. The entertainment industry is real and it's worthy to be respected. So I did my homework before ever signing a contract, before being on those platforms, which sounded great, but I became an understudy to the business. I started learning what it took to make it on the levels that I knew I could make it on, but I wanted to understand the processes. Just like in business, we have systems and processes and you can't really skip that if you wanna be successful. So I started learning, becoming that understudy and saying, okay, here are the goals, here are the outcomes I wanna have by the end of this Mm -hmm. time period. How much am I willing to designate myself to the craft? Learning, studying, getting mentors, getting professionals to help and guide me. And honestly, Sharon, it's the people that open up the door for you. It's the ones Mm -hmm. that provide a seat at the table, that are the ones that make things happen but you have to do the work as well. And I was willing to, Mm -hmm. but I needed that in. I needed that in. And I took it far. I took it as far as I could, but with athletics, they just teach you, you see the goal, get it.
0: And that's that's the thing that, that I think has made you so successful and can make athletes that are at the end of their athletic career moving into corporate America. So successful is that, that drive and, and, The never say quit and all of that that you get from being an athlete. I mean, I love myself hiring um, people who have have been in athletics, whether it's collegiate level or high high school level, because they Mm -hmm. understand the grind and they understand what it takes to win. Absolutely. So I love that. So one of the things that I read, I mean, you had a million things. I I read a lot about you, obviously, after we met, because I was just so enamored by your life and, and the things that you've done. Um, one of the th- you. things you wrote about your purpose of your work is empowering women to take up space gracefully. Can you share a few, yes. a few of the principles that you oh. use to help women to do that? Because I love the fact to take up space gracefully.
1: Yes, yes. It's, you have to have permission granted by yourself first. Don't look for extrinsic factors, people to affirm you and validate you. You have to be able to take up space wherever you are, whatever room you exist in with grace, because there's Mm -hmm. always going to be pressure as a woman. There's always going to be pressure on how we look, how we talk, how we, our conduct, right? Mm -hmm. But when you enter into a space, into a room, when you're on a yacht, when you're in a conference, when you're at a business meeting, knowing who you are is the first. Walking, before you even get Into the room, I coach my executives this as well. Before you get into the room, see what you want yourself to look like, how you want yourself to present like. Visualize Uh the power that you have as a woman, the power that you have with your voice. Give yourself that credit and then walk in boldly, unashamed about who you are, what you look like, and what you're becoming. Because Mm -hmm. honestly, nobody cares anyway. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned. In business, nobody really cares about the things, the nuances that might make you feel like, oh my gosh, this is not perfect. I didn't say this right. Just arrive authentically and then give yourself grace no matter what happens. That is one of my favorite, favorite things that I preach to my clients because it matters. It really does. And I notice that a lot of women in particular do not give themselves grace, period.
0: Well, and that's one of the things I love about, you know, having met you and the enterprising women as a whole is these are women who show up, Fully and and unapologetically, oh, yeah. they are there to That's right. to um, win, and they're there to be their best, authentic yes. selves. So, it, yeah, it's yes. a great group. So, I have to ask you about the book. Yes. Um, you wrote this brilliant okay. book called "The Flight of Your Life: The Power <laughs> of Propel- Propulsion." So, tell us about the book. Yes, there's the book. Fabulous. Um, why did you Why did you two write the book? And what is the power of propulsion? Of what, what, is, what is the oh my meaning behind that?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. There's so much power in the word propulsion. Yeah. And from our experiences in business, in sport, life on the track, life off the track, being business partners, understanding how to come back from shortcomings and failures and wanting truly to see other people succeed in life with the tools that we provide them. We give them principles on how to propel their lives forward when this happens, before this happens, before it can even reach you. So with the principles we've tied into aviation, which my husband, he loves flight. So this is everything flight. It's about maximizing your purpose, your calling, knowing how to make lasting impressions, unforgettable exits. And then also not living a life under compulsion. A lot of the times people will get into a thing get into a business because they have to, because of the norm, because of maybe even generational pressures. We teach our clients and we teach through this book on how to live a life free so that you can propel yourself to the maximum platform, the maximum height ever imagined. And we give you specific tools on how to do that. We encourage you. That's another thing. A lot of leaders don't have a lot of encouragement themselves. Right. This is a book for you. This Lonely is something going to challenge right? you and inspire you. Oh, always. And yeah. I know that. I know that and that's what this birth frame. Him my, my my Charles I say, my husband and I, we started understanding. If there's one thing we want to live by, it is by maximizing your potential, maximizing your reach and making sure that your the sky is not your limit. You go beyond it. That is what we believe in. And after I took the time in 2016 to heal and to recover from athletic depression, we started to write. We wrote a lot. And through every tear, through Mm -hmm. every moment of pain, through every moment of self-realization and actualization, we said, somebody else is going through this, so why not talk about
0: it? Well, and your book very much tells your story, yours and Charles' story about not just your successes, because obviously you're you're very successful, but- but the things that didn't happen your dreams that that you couldn't fulfill. And then what, how you, how you did the springboard from there to start a a business that's helping so many others to get through exactly what you went through. So the other thing that I really loved about Aspire Hire Enterprises is you help Mm -hmm. clients define who they are outside of what they do. So tell me how you help people because so many people that I meet, obviously as, as an executive search firm, they really are defined by what they do for a living, not as a mom or as a a wife or they really, or as a a husband, they define themselves by what they do. And then when that's gone, they lose their identity. So how do you help people through that?
1: First of all, they need to understand who they are. If we Mm -hmm. stripped away those titles, we stripped away that salary, we stripped away all the prized possessions. Who are you? Who are you? A lot of people don't even understand who they are because they go from position or status to status to excellence to achievement. Mm -hmm. And it blinds them. It Mm -hmm. really does do a disservice sometimes when you're not authentically understanding that you are bigger than your identity, your sport, your position. And when we discuss this with our clients, the very first thing is I'm always saying, listen, if you're not authentic, this is not going to work. It's just not going to work because you have to arrive with All the accolades, just remove that so I can understand who you really are. Because sometimes there's nothing worse that I've seen, especially with working with people that they are in the wrong thing because they were hoping, they were hoping to attain this vision of just money, of just finance. And I'm like, that's not good enough because what happens when the economy shuts down? What happens when stocks crash? What happens when you have to lay off all your employees? Mm -hmm. Who are you now? Right that's a big deal. And it's giving them the perspective and helping them navigate. Okay. All right. What are you really called to do? Yeah. Let's navigate this through purpose periodization. Let's teach you the tools and maximize your potential regardless of what you do.
0: So I know I don't want you to give away any names, but can you share a success story yeah. of someone that came to you, what I would say, probably feeling broken. And then you yes. you yes. help them to get past that.
1: Absolutely. NFL All-Star, lowest point of his life, cut from a major, major organization that is one of America's greats. And the purpose and the struggle, the lack of identity was so real. And the brokenness of athletes and leaders, it it hurts really bad. And I can identify Mm -hmm. with that. And helping them to navigate, okay, let's talk about your skill set. What are you really good at? Are you a leader? or Do you want to be in charge? What it, We navigate through those things. We found that he absolutely loved leading a room of people, leading a group. And then from that, became one of the biggest financial wealth advisors, period, handling billions and trillions of people's finances, finances and investing in that in who they are as well by encouragement. It's not enough to just have money. And then even with a friend of mine, she was like, I want your help. Because I want to be your client and I want to understand, I am not happy at my job. I work a nine to five, I'm bored, I want something new and refreshing. What do you think I would be good at? Well, let's talk about your skill set. Let's talk about the qualities and characteristics that you have. This woman, I got her into a professional modeling agency and she is now signed to one of the top LA modeling agencies and is beginning her career just like that within one month within one month. So whether you want to be in entertainment, whether you want to be in a world of finance, or whether you just want to arrive authentically Mm -hmm. in who you are, those are the things that we, it's like dear and near to our heart, because we know for a fact that things end, but what else are you good at? What can we find and propel that forward?
0: Well, I find too, you know, a couple of things. So first of all, um, you have yeah. to constantly sort of reinvent yourself. If you if you find something that yes. speaks oh to goodness. you, but you don't constantly try to reinvent yourself and make yourself better, I find that that's when people, Correct. especially executives, really start to, you know, they just lose their passion for what it is they do on a day to day basis, and Monday morning becomes Absolutely. you know difficult to even even face. I also believe, especially yes. for young people, one of the things that I talk to them yeah. about a lot is working to your natural gifts, which is what you're talking about on helping people to find, right, and align with the things that in their DNA, not that they train to, not that they educate themselves to, but in their DNA, like an athlete, right? In their DNA, they're good at it. Yes. So how do you stay connected personally to your purpose, your natural gifts, um, amidst all your roles and responsibilities? How do you stay connected to that?
1: We always believe in do the thing that makes you cry I get oh my
0: gosh I love that. Do the thing that makes you cry you like
1: that I love it uh-huh I forever have seen the best outcome for people's lives I, I it's 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 a beautiful experience because I'll even meet someone and I'll say no they're 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 bigger than what they're in right now from their mm-hmm. expected end it's a gift that I've had for a long time. And in business, I've been able to encourage people with that because I will see certain things that they don't see and I'll work and I'll push them. That's all about propulsion, pushing an object, a being, a thing forward so that they can maximize their potential. And so when I think about what makes me cry, the fact that when people stop short of their calling, of their purpose... Oh, man, it it drives me insane because I see their potential. And then what makes me break down is when they cross the finish line. I always saw that for myself. I'll stand. Imagine a track. I am running with that client. I'm running with Mm -hmm. that person the whole race. I'm running a little bit ahead of them because they need to know and have purpose and and see someone's been there. And then at the finish line, I'm there to offer them the water and say, congratulations. We made it together. You did it. So that is my calling. That's something that is dear and near to my heart. And that's why we birth these businesses, to help people from Mm -hmm. the inside out.
0: Yeah, the whole, um, you know, again, a real alignment for us is the whole transforming lives. What you do, what we do, and taking people and helping them to transform their lives. And in many respects, we're like the one person that believes in them, Mm -hmm. right? We are the one that says, you have it in you. Yes. I mean, they've lost their they've lost their mojo. And and we are like, no, you didn't. It's there. You just, it's covered up right now, but we're going to help you to find it. We're going to help you find that life vocation that will make your heart sing again. And, and I agree that that is when it's just so fulfilling. How long is your program typically? I mean, is it, is there a set time that you actually work with a client from sort of their, if you, I don't want to say depression, because it can be a depression, but maybe not as severe, but, but where they're feeling like, they've lost their purpose to getting and regaining that purpose. Is there a time frame that typically that takes? Oh
1: yes. Oh yes. Listen, it took me a year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it took well, me a little I, over that, a year. So we do that have. It doesn't sound like that oh, yeah. long. I mean, okay. that's amazing.
1: No, no, it's not. And we saw FAST 2020 went and came. So yeah. we have, Yes. Annual programs. We also have six month programs and we'll work with our clients as well. If they need more time or less time, that's just something that we can also forecast a little bit earlier than they can. And we can suggest the best timing to start this program, as well as when we coach our executives, if we come in and coach a team and inspire them, we know that we're there mm-hmm. for just a short period of time, but it depends on what you know the client needs. But Yes, it takes time. And sometimes you just got to give people what they need so they can maximize that purpose quick.
0: Yeah. So you had talked earlier about having a mentor. And I agree that if someone's going to be successful in their career, kind of two things, they need a mentor, someone who stands beside them and helps them to, but then they also need a sponsor. So that person who's in the room where it happens, who helps to coach them, especially females tend to, I think, struggle with this more than men, although both can use that sponsor, someone who pulls them along. So
1: who's
0: been that person for you? Who helped you? I mean, you were at the lowest low, right? Who helped? Who was your mentor? Who was your sponsor who helped you to break into and become this magnanimous, amazing woman that you've become?
1: (laughs) Well, I have to start at the root. My mom always inspired me to achieve more, come from a whole lineage of educators and high-performing achievers. And so I knew I couldn't quit. That's number one. Then I also had a therapist and she guided me so heavily to understand that I am more than just an athlete, Mm -hmm. you know? And it seems good enough, but it's not good enough when that stuff stops. Then I also had a very, very close friend in the entertainment industry who helped me to understand Ivana. You have slaved and given your life and sacrificed to the sport. You have the body, you have the mind. Let's maximize those talents and put you onto platforms. Learn it. Learn the ropes. Understand what it looks like to transcend your image. And I said, okay, all right. And so all of a sudden, I found myself going from athletic depression on a couch for a year into HSN, and then all of a sudden, the face of Lancome, and then all of a sudden, it just Mm -hmm. started to progress. And I said, wait a minute, I'm bigger than this moment of depression. Mm -hmm. And it does take a community to bring you up out of that, to help you understand that, and to take the blinders off. For years, we raced and competed with this on. We have to accomplish the goal, this goes on. You take off the blinders, you start seeing there's a whole world out here that I can be a vessel to. There's a whole world out here I can serve on my platform with, you know, yeah.
0: you know, what was amazing of something that you just said that I think it's so critically yeah. important is you also set your ego aside because when you're a high performing at anything, right, Ooh. you've got this, you yes. know, I'm, I'm magnanimous and I'm great. And, and look at me, look at right. me. So you were there as an athlete. Mm. And then your, your mentor is saying you need to learn the ropes. You need to basically yes. brush away all that ego, all that, that, oh, yeah that you oh, yeah. had as an oh, athlete yes. and learn the ropes and start over knowing that the path will now yeah. be quicker because you already know you're yes. not going to quit. You already know you have the confidence and you yeah. already know you have the ability. That's right. But how did you, how That's did right. you in essence kind of eat humble pie and say, I- I'm going to start over Ooh. and I'm okay doing that.
1: Yes. Well, first I ate the pie. I love pie. So I ate it the whole thing. <laughs> and then I I'm right realizing, there with you. First, you see that? There's a biblical principle uh, that talks about before exaltation must come humility. Mm -hmm. Humility is one of the hardest words besides establishing boundaries that I've Mm -hmm. ever had to witness and experience. And I can't go into an industry and act like I'm the expert. Why would I do that if I have no experience? So I wanted to obtain a goal. I had benchmarks already set out of how I wanted to accomplish this, what I wanted to do here. But then I said, you know what? Let me start from the bottom. And a lot of times we as leaders don't even start at the bottom anymore. We got it. We know it. We're Mm -hmm. like, all right, let's go higher and higher. No, I like to go back to grassroots. I like to get low. I like to understand that strip away all that, Mm -hmm. leave it to the side, help me to understand what this industry really looks like, how I can grow and mature, establish myself. And then the lights will come and then the films and things, they'll happen. But I have to first humble myself in order to be exalted.
0: And that was the advice that I gave to my daughter, who's 23. So she's, you know, a smack dab in, mm-hmm. in the younger generation. And I oh, said, yeah. listen, everybody wants to be promoted right away. Everybody wants, I mean, that's what, what we want to make more money. But the reality is, of raise your hand, be willing to try things. You're going to fail more than you're going to succeed. But that's how you get better and yes. better and better. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's yes. like steps, right? You you hit that step and then you move up to the oh, next yeah. one. So I love that. So mm-hmm. Let's think about um, our women audience because obviously a lot of of yes. our friends in enterprising women and WPR yes. are going to be watching this. What <laughs> advice would you give a, a woman in business who's who's you know creating their own path? What would you right. what advice would you give them to make that lasting impression to be that unforgettable person? Um, you know, as they continue to grow within their career.
1: Yes, first understand who you are, Mm -hmm. who are you really? Like don't play games, understand who you are and why you've been hiding. I noticed that a lot of people, and we talked about imposter syndrome before, imposter's phenomenon just feels like, there are a lot of people, a lot of women, let's specifically talk about women. A lot of women are not presenting all of what they want for fear of something, for lack of confidence or courage, And we started that, we started the deficit. We started the things that you're hiding. And if you're hiding and you know that there's something that you're called to do, there's something bigger that you want to accomplish, why not start giving yourself grace from that point and then saying, okay, here's the grace. I didn't accomplish it or I haven't done it yet. Or maybe I'm not as confident as they're talking about. Or maybe, I don't know, I accepted the award at enterprising women, but I was deathly afraid Because I still don't have it together yet. Well, to that woman, what do you want? What do you want to arrive as? Who do you want to empower? Start looking also outside of yourself. That's the last thing I said. Who do you want to empower? Because I was looking up to Sharon. I was looking up to a Jill. I was looking up to a lot of people that were at the conference. And I just said, these women are phenomenal because they know who they are. They know how to take businesses from here to here to here, but they also know how to reach out when they need help. They -hmm. know how to go inside themselves and say, man, I just need a break. I just need a moment. I need to recover. And so I think that authenticity can help a woman immediately understand. Okay. Mm -hmm. Take a moment for assessment, give yourself grace, and then you go right in to whatever you've been hiding from.
0: You know, you you use the word courage and um, I yes. had a, a friend recently who said, so one of the values that I think is so important is courage. Um, and he said, yes. and, and I loved how he said this. He said, courage is the foundation that springs all other values, the courage to love, the courage mm. to be authentic, yes. the, current, yes. the courage to believe that you can achieve something. And he said, if you have the foundation yes. of courage, the rest will naturally happen because it'll put you into. absolutely Yeah. So I I love that. Um, What, what haven't I asked you other than we're going to, I obviously want people to be able to find you. So I'll ask you about that, but, but what haven't I asked you that would be so important, whether it's from your book or um, something that you and Charles are working on, but what is something that I haven't asked you that would be good for our, our listeners to know?
1: Of course I will talk about it's, Near and dear to my heart as well, in our book, there's a part where it talks about whispers in the wind. This is going to encourage the person that doesn't feel seen, that maybe has a world of talent and a skill set that has been untapped. And I'm going to help you understand your purpose really quickly. When I was younger, I was deemed as bossy, I was deemed as ultra confident. <laughs> and it wasn't until I became a grown woman that I embraced. I started to interpret these little whispers and these little Mm -hmm. sayings about me. And I started to reinterpret that into saying, I am a leader. I am confident. I'm going to run my own company one day. I'm going to have people learn and grow underneath me so I can foster a community so we can rise together to accomplish a goal. But when you hear you're bossy, and we hear that a lot as women Mm -hmm. sometimes, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. act certain ways or... Maybe it's a characteristic or a physical trait. Uh, being in the entertainment industry, there's a certain, there's feels like sometimes there's a certain niche, or certain mm-hmm. thing that's acceptable. As we've evolved over the years, when I was younger, my height was a crutch. I always felt like bending down when I entered the room, shrinking who I was to assimilate to those on my height, or, well, on their height level, not mm-hmm. my own height. And I started understanding, you know what? I don't think I would have ever gotten booked for certain things in, in runways and in right. shoots and commercials had I shrunk who I really was. Because when you shrink, nobody can see you. Stand at the stature that you are. Mm-hmm. Work with the profession that you have with your voice. And that was another thing I was made up fun of, my voice. And I had no idea that the very whispers that were traveling in the wind, creating this tornado of doubt, lack of confidence, anger even, were the moments that I needed to listen and almost respect that voice of the naysayers, of the haters, Mm -hmm. and start listening to what are they saying. They're saying, one day I'm going to be a wonderful speaker. One day I'm going to be a voiceover artist. One day I'm going to be a model. One day I'm going to be so tall that people are going to see me in a room and want that. Those are the things in essence that we have to pay attention to because words can cripple your future if you let it, especially your purpose. But don't take that. Don't embrace it but start owning the confidence and understanding what people are truly saying and how that can lead to your purpose.
0: Well, I have to tell you with your height and your beauty, we, we couldn't help but feel like Beyonce had walked in the room when you walked in. It was just, you're striking and, and your height is amazing. <laughs> so it was fabulous. Um, it. All right. So I want our Thank listeners you. to be able to find you. So what is the best of way course. for our listeners to be able to find you in Charles?
1: Absolutely. So there are multiple ways, but here's in short. I want you to go on my website right now, www.aspirehirelife.com. You will see what we do. You'll see our coaching on there. And if you want to connect and reach out, please send us a little message and we'll get right back to you. And also, if you want to book a call, if you want to book us to speak to your team, to your leaders, or for your next event or retreat, that is how you do it. www.aspirehirelife.com. Higher life.com. And if you need little tidbits of information of encouragement, mm-hmm. we also have Aspire Hire with Charles and Ivana Bailey available on Spotify, YouTube. And don't forget to get our book, The Flight of Your Life, The Power of Propulsion, available wherever books are sold. Amazon, Barnes yeah. and Noble, wherever. You have a book? Yeah. yeah, there it is.
0: This was fabulous. And I have to tell you that you. just in the short time that we had together. On the yacht, you yes. definitely um aspired me to go higher. So I oh, I hope our listeners you, will you, absolutely you. seek you out. And I want to thank yes. you so much for being a guest. And uh, again, same thing here. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, all of that. Um yes. and and then seek out Ivana and Charles and uh thank you so much. And let's for sure stay in touch. This has been amazing, and I so appreciate your time today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Sharon. It's a blessing. Thank you so much.